Welcome to Gen Z Wise, the safest place online to break taboos and get answers to our generation's biggest struggles. Hello everyone, welcome back to the fourth episode of Gen Z Wise. Today we will be talking about feeling alone, why do we feel lonely, that is a question. But I think the real question is, why are we addicted to social media? Because the reason that people feel so alone is because they don't feel so much the need as before to go out and explore and make friends and be with friends, like physically, and do physical activities because we have social media so we can feel like we are connected to people, even though we are just staying in our homes behind a screen. Well, uh, hello, everyone. Uh, yeah, so let's start with a social media question. Uh, I think that nowadays, because we have social media, we think that our online friends are our friends in real life. But sometimes uh, we have so many online friends and, and we don't ever meet them in person. So we kind of feel lonely because we don't see the person behind the screen. And we are shaping our lives to adapt our social media and everyone that it's in our social media. So we don't get to experience things in person anymore. And overall, I don't know if you agree with this, but you have so many things going through your phone that sometimes you, you forget to get out of your phone and actually go outside and meet your friends and meet your family and do stuff. Do you feel like this sometimes? Because <laughs> I do. Yeah, I, I do feel like that because the phone is always like rushing things into you and you have to juggle multiple tasks. But I think the major issue that connects like these feelings of depression and everything, but at the same, same time feeling like you are so connected to people is that, I don't know if you know this, but every time that, for example, you are scrolling through Instagram, every time you like a post, you get a small dopamine rush. Every time someone sends you a message and you reply, you get a small dopamine rush. And I don't know if you had this, but for example, me, when I was younger, uh, mm -hmm. every time I would be alone or feel alone, because I've always been a very extroverted person, but I took this to the wrong side and <laughs> make me feel like I couldn't be alone because that way I, I was just, you know, failure. I was like failing because you need to be social and to have a lot of friends. This was baby Mariana. And so every time I would stay alone, I would start just like messaging people, say like, hey, hey, what you up to? What are you doing? And I didn't, I consciously didn't understand at the time that every time people would reply, I would feel better. I would feel like I was not alone, even though I was just like messaging random people and replying to just random guys that would text me. It's like a feel good chemical, you know, and yeah. it's, it opens your receptors in your brain and gets you more open to this kind of small stimulus does making people less resilient and less like willing to put in the effort to go out and to go through all that process of being with people for a longer period of times because you can't get these these like good feeling from simply just getting a message or liking someone's post or getting a lot of likes on your on your own posts you know that's so yeah the answer yeah, yeah. yes i feel like that's <laughs> and science Regarding, for example, um, what you talked about, your experience of, you know, you were alone and you were texting people. Because we have, you know, everybody at one touch, you know, you just need to touch a button and you can reach everybody you want. You forget to learn how to like your own company. And, you know, being alone doesn't always mean that you have people around you. 
or that you are with people, sometimes you need to enjoy your company and not feeling lonely. I think that's like a big key factor is that just because you're alone doesn't mean that you're lonely. If you enjoy your company and you know how to enjoy your company, you don't feel alone. So the fact that you have everybody at the reach of your mobile phone, you forget how to learn to enjoy your own company. And I think that this is like a major step that everybody needs to do at some point in their life, because otherwise you're being addicted, um, not to social media only, but to everybody that it's in your phone and you don't ever get to learn how to be alone. Because like you said, you were alone and you were like texting random people just to don't feel alone because you didn't know how to be alone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. And I 100% agree with what you just said. And for example, I would give you my personal case because you know that I'm always trying to get up or out of my comfort zone like all the time because that's the only place I grow. And I realized that the two most out of my comfort zones are when I'm alone plus when I'm relaxing or when I'm doing nothing because I live a very fast-paced life. So stopping for me makes me feel like I'm not doing enough plus being alone, which means that I'm not even working on my social side. And I don't know if, if you feel like this, but for example, a lot of times I tend to associate my social success with my overall success. I mean, you have a lot of areas that you should consider when you think, hey, am I successful or not? And you think about financial and you think about career, you think about relationships and love and health and all of these topics. But I think a big part of my journey growing up has been to make friends because I thought that would be what would make me happy to have people that understand me. But most times people would not understand me. And I struggle a lot through high school and through when I was younger, because I felt like I was just making friends for the sake of making friends. So even though at that time I was not as in social media and as, on, as much on my phone, I still felt the need to have a lot of friends and to hang out with them, even though I still felt alone being with them. You know, but I just felt like this was the way to go. So I would feel as alone being with them because they didn't understand me and they were not my type of people as I would feel just being on my own company. And honestly, I was reading these, this article or text, I, don't, I can't recall well, the other day. And it said something so interesting, which means that if, which was, if aliens would come to Earth, they would see the people you spend 60% of your time with. So actually your relationships are not determined by the number of people that you have, but how good is your relationship with the main person you spend the most time with? And clearly this would be romantic wise uh, in this sense, like the, the person you live with, but it can also be your family, your, for me, it's my roommates, for example, or my siblings or my best friends. You know, so it actually doesn't matter how many friends you have. It matters how good the relationship we, is with the ones that you have. And I don't think you can have that deep of a rela relationship with a thousand people. It's just not possible. Yeah, um, it's, it's funny that you just brought up aliens into the middle of this <laughs> conversation. <laughs> but I'll let you have it. Um, but yeah, uh, when, I, when I was like, 
14, 15. My goal was to be everybody's friend. Um, and I think that I went to the same, through the same experience as you because I wanted to be everybody's friends. And that way I would never be alone. Like I would always have people to see, people to talk to and things to do. But now that I'm like, I know I'm only 21 and I'm not that old to be wise yet. I think but, you never, never, you don't need to be old to be wise. You can be wise when you're a kid. It doesn't matter. Everyone goes yeah, through their I own mean, transition, their own timings. If you're older, you, it means you have more experience to talk about. So I, I have but, agreed with that more, but keep on going. I mean, okay, sure. I'm going <laughs> to let you have it again. <laughs> um but yeah I, I would go through the same experience of I want to be everybody's friend that way I won't ever be alone or I mm -hmm. won't ever feel lonely but here's this thing now that I'm 21 I'm not everybody's friend and I feel less alone than ever because from an early age I learned how to be alone and how to value all my friendships and relationships um maybe I have uh, fewer friends but my relationships are stronger and I feel like today's teens, even though we already had mobile phones and some social media, um, I feel like today's teens will struggle with this even more because they have a lot of social media. They have Instagram, they have TikTok, they have YouTube, they have everything that we didn't have when we were their age. Um, so they have all of this and because they have it, they think that they have all the friends that are following them on social media. And I think that this applies to teenagers, but I feel like it applies to us as well, to Gen Zs. Um, we now have access to all of this that we didn't have when we were teens. And for us, sometimes we feel like we're posting things on uh, social media to get, you know, online validation from people that we don't even know. But because we have that validation, we, we, we keep going to that and we think that people are our friends because they liked our posts, you know. And yeah. I think that the fact that social media is so unpredictable, people keep going back to it, you know. The fact that you don't know what you're going to see when you open up the app or the fact that you don't know how many likes you're going to get, even though, for example, Instagram was trying to suppress this. Um, it's still there. If you go back to social media, you don't know what you're going to find. And it's kind of like the slot machine effect in casinos. You know, people keep getting, keep going back. <laughs> Sorry, my dog is completely crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, as I was saying, the fact that you don't know what you're going to get when you enter a casino, that's why people keep going back to it. And that's why people keep going back to social media and not experience life and in-person experiences. So I feel like we kind of have to take a step back and see who's actually our relationships and the people that validate us online. There's a big difference there. Clearly, like, I, I feel what you're saying. I'm going to, like, give it a 180 degree <laughs> kind of turn. But uh, I agree with what you're saying because you have a possibility of a reward that comes from when you go into social media and you go and you see, for example, your friend's stories and you feel like you're up to date with their lives. So you don't need to ask them what they are doing because you've seen that they are in uh, in Rome, like eating pizza by the Fontana in the Trevi. Like you, you feel like you are engaging with their lives just simply by seeing what they are doing in their lives. Uh, 
which I mean, that's something that's nice because you don't need to know what people are doing every day, but it's also something that makes you feel like you are still friends because you know what's going on in their lives based on what they post online, which I mean, it's like 10% of their own lives. At the same time, I feel like what you said last, like you need to take a step back. That's a very important point because when you do take a step back and when you do realize that you need friends in real life and your friends online are not your friends just because they like your posts or because they engage with your comments or even because, or even simply when they like message you, they are not your friends and you still need to work on that relationship. When you do realize this and when you do realize the dangers of social media and you get your own ways to deal with this, social media is a beautiful place. It's honestly a beautiful place and it can do so much for you. In my personal case, lately, especially this year where I've been like so lost and just trying to find my path and now I feel like I'm in a good place, I know where I'm going, but the majority of my, my, direct, my direction, the, like the, all the advices that I got from people were the ones that I aggregated and just put into buckets to try to realize what people are, were doing, what they've done. And people helped me immensely. And these people were not my friends because, I mean, my friends are in the same stage as me. These people were people that I considered to be in another level or simply just more found, which I messaged online because I messaged like hundreds and hundreds of people. And the ones that replied to me and the ones that landed like coffee chats with me were the ones that actually helped me. And for these, I, this wouldn't be possible without social media. Me like reaching out to people and say like, hey, I love what you're doing. I would love to know more about that. I'm also trying to like figure out what to do. And people just like, yeah, of course, like let's, let's hop in a call. And then they're like, oh, what's up with you, blah, blah, blah. And then they get invested in my life. I mean, there's good things that can happen from social media. And I can say that now I do follow up with, I mean, not that many people, like 10 or 20 people which I met through LinkedIn, for example, which is my favorite social media. I met them and I'm like, oh, how is life? Oh, how are you doing? And yeah, honestly, if you use it for the good part, then it's great. It's amazing. And you can also spread some positivity over there, which is great and help people out, you know? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it's funny. Maybe I, I like, um, yeah, I'm not that good with words. So I just want to say that we're not saying um, don't ever go to social media. Social media, social media is terrible. Don't go there. <laughs> social media, it's great. You know, it's connecting uh, parts of the world that weren't connected before. Like you said, you you meet people and you get to have coffee chats and help out people and receive some help as well. Social media is great, but we're just saying if you feel overwhelmed by social media, just take a step back, for example. Um, when I was doing my internship, um, <laughs> I was interning uh, in social media marketing. Yes. And mm -hmm. I had, yeah, I had never felt social media anxiety before in my life. Um, but the fact that every day I would have to go to Instagram and DM people and I would spend like eight hours on Instagram and Twitter, I started feeling social media anxiety. I, I didn't know how to, you know, do my day-to-day -day, um, life without going to Instagram. I was that person that had like a maximum of one hour and a half um, 
on Instagram. And then I started having like 10 hours on Instagram. It was a major change. And I, I started feeling social media anxiety, you know. But at the same time, it was great because I was reaching out people and I was trying to find new communities to help out during my internship. But, it, you know, there's two signs of the coin. So we're just saying be careful with the, with the negative side and embrace the positive one. I think that's it. Um, because don't forget that you can also achieve a lot through social media, but uh, be aware of your mental health and how does it make you feel and you know just evaluate um, what goes through your social media and don't forget that online people are not always your friends maybe just acquaintances or maybe just put them in a different area or a different bucket and call them online friends um, because social media is not terrible it's just the mass use of social media that can make you degrade your your mental health um, especially females. There's like a study that I read the other day uh, stating that early teens that use a lot of social media have um, big, in the social media has big impacts on their mental health. And even though males usually tend to express, you know, their suppressed feelings through anger and through, you know, fighting and physical aggression, females tend to, you know, bottle it up and they start to exclude others in their life that are not part of their social media or others that, you know, make hurtful comments on their social media. So both genders or not genders, but both sexes um, have different reactions and they're both not great. So just be aware of what it can do to you and what it can do for you. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I would but, just, I would, the only thing I would add is that people don't share their entire lives on social media. So life is not 100%. as great as wherever they're showing anything as I was by the beach. Like, it's just not that. And being alone is not the same as being lonely. And we should embrace being alone and make peace with being by ourselves because I mean we are the people we spend the most time with the person like I spend 24 7 for I don't know how many years so far has been 22 and some of those 22 I didn't like myself which was not a good thing since I had to live with myself and now I love myself so I'm okay by myself and I do not feel lonely you know you should be an add-on to yourself and to others so realize this difference, be aware of the impact social media can have, which can be positive if you use it so. But if you need a break, it's also okay. The world's not going away, I guess. This yeah, is... don't, get the, don't let the fear of missing out reach out to you from your journey to healing and your journey to learn about yourself without social media. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you took some wise or close to wise advice from this conversation. And come back to the fifth episode. Gen Z Wise, the safest place online to break taboos and get answers to our generation's biggest struggles.